Hello, this is Willie Woods, your financial nut. Why the financial nut? Because I like to do things a little bit different. Crazy, you know, kind of, or maybe even nutty. But first off, I would like to take care of a little business. I would like to inform you that this information is for entertainment purposes only. This information, if used, is at your own risk and your own expense. I cannot be held and will not be held accountable for any good and bad decisions that you make in reference to this podcast. Thank you. You have a great day. Hello, this is Willie Woods, a financial nut, and today we're going to talk about, um, I guess, compound interest. Um, people keep asking me, you know, why am I always on compound interest? And um, I've been trying to develop a picture so you can really understand what compounding interest is all about. You know, compounding interest is basically interest on interest on interest on interest. So um, if you can learn how to get your interest compounding, then um, you're doing a good thing for yourself. Now, let me explain to you or try to give you a picture of compounding interest. Like, um, okay. So you've heard of an iceberg. An iceberg is a big old piece of ice. You know, a lot of people look at it as an ice mountain. And, you know, you can see a big portion of the ice mountain because it is above the water. But what you can't see is the rest of it because it's below the water. And the rest of it is normally five to 10 times bigger than the portion that you can see above the water. So if you look at it like a cone, you can take a cone, you know, one of the cones that is, are, that's actually cone shaped, not the ice cream cone, like a cone, you know, like the cone head or the cone red, yellow, orange cones that they use for um, training in sports or for blocking traffic or whatever. That cone has a peak at the top, and then it goes down, and as it goes down, it gets bigger and bigger, rounder and rounder, bigger and bigger. That's how an iceberg does. But icebergs are ginormous. They're big. And that's why I equate them to compounding interest. With compounding interest, you can take, let's say, a quarter. And you can start that compounding. And over life, that quarter, you know, may turn into a dollar or something like that. Because it's a quarter. Now, you change that to dollars. And you take $50, $100, you put it in an account, and it starts compounding. 
Um, if you could get an account, and let's be kind of fictitious and say 10%. Because most people will never get 10%. It's out there. You can do it. But most people can't do it. So I will call it fictitious. But let's say you get 10%. You have $100 and it grows at 10%. 10% of $100 is $10. So now you have $110 and it grows at 10%. 10% of $110 is $11. So what you have just done is you got $10 for the $100 you have, but you got $1 for the $10 that you got from the compounding interest the last time. That's how compounding interests work. And the low longer you have it in effect, the better the job it does. So in that same scenario, all of a sudden, um, we would have the $11, which would make it $121. So when $121 compound again, that would be $10 for the um, $100. That would be $2 for the $20. And that would be um, $0.50 cents for the $1. So... That would be ten dollars, two dollars, and twenty or fifty cents. So that's twelve dollars and fifty cents the next time around. So you add that twelve dollars and fifty cents to your um, hundred and twenty-one dollars, and that'll take it to a hundred and thirty-two dollars or thirty-three dollars and fifty cents. And the next time it'll do it again and it'll do it again. And each time, not only will you get the interest from the hundred dollars, you'll get the interest from the interest. And that's how compounding interest work. But it works better when you continue to put more money in there. See, it's going to be compounding and compounding and compounding. But let's say after the first year, you throw an extra $5, I mean $50 in there. So instead of $100, you'll have $150. So instead of $10, it's going to give you $15. So instead of working with the $15, I mean... The um, $150, you're going to be working with $165. And it'll do that over and over and over and grow and grow and grow. And the more you throw in there, the more it's going to start compounding. It'll keep compounding and compounding and compounding until you stop it. That's also what happens to money that you throw away. You know, you go buy some shoes. That money that you just gave them will keep churning and churning and churning and churning and churning and churning. Now, the person that you give the money to originally may not be the person that gets it, but it's going to keep churning and that's going to be your loss. 
So over a lifetime, them shoes cost you thousands of dollars, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars because you could have saved them and that interest could have been compounding for you. And yeah, I understand that everybody can't do that and that that's not the thing to do and that you need shoes and stuff and that you're going to spend the money. I understand that. But all I'm saying is save as much as you spend. And when I say save it, I mean save and invest it. Because if you're just saving it, you're wasting your time. But if you save it and invest it, um, you can make some stuff happen. Now, when I say save and investment, I don't mean go take it and put it in the bank. Taking it and putting it in the bank is the lazy man's way. Now, there have been times when the bank paid 15% and stuff like that. Those were way in the 17s. They don't do that no more. They realize that they could pay you 0.001 cents and keep the rest, and you, you don't know the difference. So that's what they do. They take your money, they make the max out of it, and they pay you nothing, and you're happy. Because they paid you nothing. But that's a different story. We're talking about the compounding of interest. And I wanted you to get a visual of how it looks. So remember the cone. Remember the iceberg. Remember how they start off small. And as they go down, they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, um... That's why um, rich people get richer when they put their money to work for them. Because all of a sudden they have this big chunk of money that's creating money for them. That's why I tell you, you have to put your money to work. Your money is happier when it's working, making you money. So make your money happy. Put it to work. Allow it to create income for you. Don't be the only one in your household working. Make your money work. It's staying in your house just like you are. Make it work for a stay. I would say it eats like you do, but it really doesn't. But anyway, um, I look at dollars like many me's. And the more many me's, I can put to work for me that's a little bit of work that I don't have to work and the compounding gets crazy once you start getting bigger sums of money but in order to get there you have to start and a lot of people will never start so my thing with you is just to start don't spend every penny you get force yourself to save something and don't just sit it under the mattress or in a can or in a jar or at a bank put it in the market and learn how to get percentage rates that are acceptable to you because there are people who get 20-30% rates it's not everybody but it can be done on average it's 6 or 8% Most people don't even get average, but you can. 
But anyway, um, I just wanted you to know how powerful compounding interest is. And I think I showed you that by showing you the pair of the the pyramid, okay, the pyramid starts small at the top and goes down and get bigger as it goes down. Pyramid shape of a um, iceberg. But anyway, get your money working. I'm out.